0: Welcome to Immerse Beginnings, reading for week 3, day 13. This is the account of Esau's descendants, the Edomites, who lived in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz the son of Esau's wife Ada, and Ruel the son of Esau's wife Basimath. The descendants of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatim, and Kenaz. Timnah, the concubine of Esau's son Eliphaz, gave birth to a son named Amalek. These are the descendants of Esau's wife Ada. The descendants of Rul were Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These are the descendants of Esau's wife Basimath. Esau also had sons through Oholobama, the daughter of Anah, and granddaughter of Zibion. Their names were Jesh, Jalem, and Korah. These are the descendants of Esau who became the leaders of various clans. The descendants of Esau's oldest son, Eliphaz, became the leaders of the clans of Teman, Omar, Zepho, Kenaz, Korah, Gatim, and Amalek. These are the clan leaders in the land of Edom who descended from Eliphaz. All these were descendants of Esau's wife, Ada. The descendants of Esau's son, Ruel, became the leaders of the clans of Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Miza. These are the clan leaders in the land of Edom who descended from Ruel. All these were descendants of Esau's wife, Basimath. The descendants of Esau and his wife, Oholabama, became the leaders of the clans of Jeish, Jalem, and Korah. These are the clan leaders who descended from Esau's wife, Oholabama, the daughter of Anah. These are the clans descended from Esau, also known as Edom, identified by their clan leaders. These are the names of the tribes that descended from Seir the Horite. They lived in the land of Edom, Lotan, Shobel, Zibion, Ana, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. These were the Horite clan leaders, the descendants of Seir, who lived in the land of Edom. The descendants of Lotan were Horai and Hemam. Lotan's sister was named Timna. The descendants of Shobal were Alvin, Manahath, Ebel, Shepho, and Onam. The descendants of Zibian were Ea and Ena. This is the Ena who discovered the hot springs in the wilderness while he was grazing his father's donkeys. The descendants of Ena were his son, Dishon, and his daughter, Oholabama. The descendants of Daishan were Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Kiran. The descendants of Ezer were Bilhan, Zayavan, and Achan. The descendants of Daishan were Uz and Aaron. So these were the leaders of the Horite clans: Lotan, Shobal, Zibian, Aner, Daishan, Ezer, and Daishan. The Horite clans are named after their clan leaders who lived in the land of Seir. These are the kings who ruled in the land of Edom before any king ruled over the Israelites. Bela, son of Beor, who ruled in Edom from his city of Dinhaba, When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zir, from Basra, became king in his place. When Jobab died, Husham from the land of the Temanites became king in his place. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Bedad, became king in his place and ruled from the city of Avith. He was the one who defeated the Midianites in the land of Moab. When Hadad died, Samlah from the city of Masurka became king in his place. When Samlah died, Shal from the city of Rehoboth on the river became king in his place. When Shal died, Baal-hanan son of Akbor became king in his place. When Baal-hanan son of Akbor died, Hadad became king in his place and ruled from the city of Pau. His wife was Mehedabal, the daughter of Matred, and granddaughter of Mizahab. These are the names of the leaders of the clans descended from Esau, who lived in the places named for them. Timna, Alva, Jetheth, Oholabama, Elah, Pinan, Kenaz, Teman, Mibzar, Magdil, and Iram. These are the leaders of the clans of Edom, listed according to their settlements in the land they occupied. They all descended from Esau, the ancestor of the Edomites. So Jacob settled again in the land of Canaan, where his father had lived as a foreigner. This is the account of Jacob and his family. When Joseph was seventeen years old, he often tended his father's flocks. He worked for his half-brothers, the sons of his father's wives, Bilha and Zilpah. But Joseph reported to his father some of the bad things his brothers were doing. Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children, because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So one day Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph, a beautiful robe. But his brothers hated Joseph because their father loved him more than the rest of them. They couldn't say a kind word to him. One night Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. "'Listen to this dream,' he said. "'We were out in the field, tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly my bundles stood up, and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, "'So you think you will be our king, do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us?' And they hated him all the more because of his dreams.' and the way he talked about them. Soon Joseph had another dream, and again he told his brothers about it. Listen, I have had another dream, he said. The sun, moon, and eleven stars bowed low before me. This time he told the dream to his father as well as to his brothers. But his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that? he asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dreams meant. Soon after this, Joseph's brothers went to pasture their father's flocks at Shechem. When they had been gone for some time, Jacob said to Joseph, Your brothers are pasturing the sheep at Shechem. Get ready, and I will send you to them. I'm ready to go, Joseph replied. Go and see how your brothers and the flocks are getting along, Jacob said. Then come back and bring me your report. So Jacob sent him on his way, and Joseph traveled to Shechem from their home in the valley of Hebron. When he arrived there, a man from the area noticed him wandering around the countryside. What are you looking for? He asked. I'm looking for my brothers, Joseph replied. Do you know where they are pasturing their sheep? Yes, the man told him. They have moved on from here, but I heard them say, let's go on to Dothan. So Joseph followed his brothers to Dothan and found them there. When Joseph's brothers saw him coming, they recognized him in the distance. As he approached, they made plans to kill him. "'Here comes the dreamer,' they said. "'Come on, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns. We can tell our father a wild animal has eaten him. Then we'll see what becomes of his dreams.' But when Reuben heard of their scheme, he came to Joseph's rescue. "'Let's not kill him,' he said. "'Why should we shed any blood?' Let's just throw him into this empty cistern here in the wilderness, then he'll die without our laying a hand on him. Reuben was secretly planning to rescue Joseph and return him to his father. So when Joseph arrived, his brothers ripped off the beautiful robe he was wearing. Then they grabbed him and threw him into the cistern. Now the cistern was empty, there was no water in it. Then just as they were sitting down to eat... They looked up and saw a caravan of camels in the distance coming toward them. It was a group of Ishmaelite traders taking a load of gum, balm, and aromatic resin from Gilead down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What will we gain by killing our brother? We'd have to cover up the crime. Instead of hurting him, let's sell him to those Ishmaelite traders. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. And his brothers agreed. So when the Ishmaelites, who were Midianite traders, came by, Joseph's brothers pulled him out of the cistern and sold him to them for twenty pieces of silver, and the traders took him to Egypt. Sometime later, Reuben returned to get Joseph out of the cistern. When he discovered that Joseph was missing, he tore his clothes in grief. Then he went back to his brothers and lamented, The boy is gone. What will I do now? Then the brothers killed a young goat and dipped Joseph's robe in its blood. They sent the beautiful robe to their father with this message. Look at what we found. Doesn't this robe belong to your son? Their father recognized it immediately. Yes, he said, it is my son's robe. A wild animal must have eaten him. Joseph has clearly been torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes and dressed himself in burlap. He mourned deeply for his son for a long time. His family all tried to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. I will go to my grave mourning for my son, he would say, and then he would weep. Meanwhile, the Midianite traders arrived in Egypt, where they sold Joseph to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Potiphar was captain of the palace guard. This concludes today's Immerse Reading Experience. Thank you for joining us.